Hi everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is me and Sunny and Holly, my African Grey Parrot, and Happy and Leonardo and Papa, all coming to you, um, the Joy of Junk Journals, the Paper Outpost podcast, and uh, today I thought it might be fun, you know, let's um, just go through some of the, hi there Holly, he loves to say hello when I'm recording, um, is it the sound of my voice, son? What is it? Do tell me. Why? Why? When I start talking. It's funny because I can talk to my husband and he doesn't do that noise. But boy, if I have the, the recording device in front of my face, it's game on. Okay. So I thought I'd go through some more questions on my um, YouTube comments because uh, sometimes I'm, I have a uh, little tough time getting uh, back to them so I want to answer some so here we go here's the first question and I'm just reading these at random and uh, this first one uh, asks are your digi kits printed or downloads I'm not able to print them so I would not be interested in downloads but I would love to have some of the already printed materials thanks Um, right now they are not printed they are only downloads and what I would suggest is um, if you don't have a computer or a printer or are the like I have heard a lot of subscribers have great success content contacting either Office Depot FedEx um, Kinko's Staples some store like that uh, and uh, call them and ask them if I have downloaded images um, that I purchased online can you print them out for me and they'll tell you how you need to bring the um, uh, the the, the images in like some some stores want you to email them some stores want you to bring them on a memory stick other stores just want you to bring your phone in or your ipad in um and people have had success with this but i would suggest um, asking the store first and seeing if that's something that you're comfortable doing and if you are great and if not i don't have i don't print them out and mail them right now but um um you never know in the future it, that may change and i will be happy to let everybody know whoops oh sorry sunny sunny so it sort of pseudo fell off the couch but it was a soft landing because he landed on my lap are you okay babaloo yes you're just fine okay very good we're all intact um okay i'm such a mama bear okay um so I clicked on your Etsy link, but I don't see any of your journal bundles. Does that mean they are sold? Yes. What happens is um, when I list journals or journal bundles, bundles for sale on my Etsy shop, a new link will pop up, a new section called journals. So you'll see all and then you'll see um, if there's journals for sale or journal bundles or anything else for sale, it'll pop up a separate section. Um, if you don't see the items in all or in a separate section, that means they've already sold. And a double uh, easy way to double check on this is just go to um, my Etsy shop page and um, click on the word, word sales, like it says 15,000 sales, whatever, near the top of the page under my, the name of the paper outpost. If you click on that, you'll be able to see um, what has recently sold. And um, this will give you an idea of, you know, you can even count how many journals have sold, how many are left, and then it'll show in, when you go back to the regular um, all or journals, it'll tell you how many are left for sale. So um, at this point, um, the ones I sold today are all sold. And let me go back to the questions. And, uh, okay, I would like to give my great-granddaughter a kit to start a journal as a birthday gift. Do you have any kits available? Um, I don't have um, actual kits, but my bundles are sometimes like journal 
kits. You can use them. I often make them plain journals, um, several journals together, and then a bunch of stuff. So it's up to you whether you want to use them as a strict writing journal, journaling journal, or you can decorate them and have fun in them. Uh, so I would think there are probably other uh, junk journal makers that do have uh, actual kits, and some of them don't even make them until they're ordered. So you may be able to find them easier. Sometimes when I make the bundles, I make I make them in batches of 12 and when they're gone, they're gone. So it's not like there's you can get them again because it, it just depends on what material ha- I have on hand and, um, uh, you know, the typical items and and, um, you know, it, it takes it takes a while to make a, a journal bundle set. So, um, you know, after I've done made it 36 journals, I'm a little tired. I don't know if I can make another set. But um, so I give myself a little rest, but then I get all inspired again. And then the whole wheel starts all over again. I get all excited and can't wait to make stuff. So um, that's kind of how that works. Okay, where can I find the cabinet with the metal drawers like you show in your clean-out videos? I got mine at Hobby Lobby, and I got the wooden drawers, all those little apothecary slash printer style drawers, um, and the metal ones at Hobby Lobby. Um, they may or may not still have them in stock. Um, I don't know, but um, that is where I, I got them. Um, they're handy because they're shallow, you know, and uh, there's a lot of drawers, so you can really get a lot of stuff in there. Um, Oh, do you have a hidden work? <laughs> do you have a hidden workshop staffed by your journal elves? Holy moly, you are just whipping them out. Just lovely. Uh, love the use of an old quilt. Smiley face. Okay, um, I love that question. I get us that all the time. How do you make them so fast? Um, so actually. Uh, uh, the real answer to that is no, I don't, I don't have anybody else. It's just me, myself and I and Sunny who probably slows me down a little bit more than speeds me up. But I, you know, I, I, I love the kuchy, kuchy coos and I can't live without them. Um, but, uh, um, I'm a bit of an efficiency junkie and if I'll find a way, uh, to do something in one step for, um, one journal, I'll ask myself, how can I do the same step? and make say four journals or five journals you know like basically when I'm cutting something I try to cut things like four or five or six things at once so I only do one cut but I get you know many copies of that like when I cut my material or I cut my paper or something like that so that cuts down on the workload and I'm constantly asking myself where can I save a step where can I save a step so and I've made quite a few journals probably oh geez Oh, uh, I don't know, probably in the range of 500 to 700 at this point. So um, I have a little system down at this point. So when I go into journal making groove, it's just automatron. I just go and have fun and they, they, they kind of pop them out that way. Um, so it's it's an enjoyable experience. Um, but it's completely different experience than I'm make, when I'm making a... Um, when I'm making a Chunky Monkey journal where I'm getting more in tune with that specific journal because I'm, I'm heavily decorating a lot of the individual pages and I get more lost in the pro and that's, that's a slower process for me, uh, just because I really enjoy taking my time doing tiny little details for individual pages. And that to me is where a lot of the fun lies. So, um, sometimes I, I like to experiment, uh, with the bundles because I teach myself how to make different kinds of journals. Um, I try and find out, okay, what would be a good 
base for this journal? Uh, how thick does it need to be? Do I want it to be a soft feeling journal, a hard feeling journal? Is it, um, you know, kind of experiment more with the construction of the journals itself themselves. Uh, but then when I, I do the Chunky Monkey, I, I get involved more with the art side of it because then I'm, you know, creating that stuff. But uh, yeah, that's the answer to that. No elves. The elf, the only elves that are present are the ones that are hiding my things from me. <laughs> They're constantly looking. I'm constantly looking for something because it's buried somewhere in my desk and uh, uh, in my drawers. And uh, so it is really helpful to go through um, uh, this cleanup process with you guys on Fridays uh, because I am discovering stuff that I have lost in drawers and um, uh, and also rediscovering fun things I forgot I had. So more things to play with, right? Um, without having to go shopping, um, shopping at home, right? All right, you little stinker snapper, you're in, you're in, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're going to de-skin me, aren't you? Yes, you just want to eat all my skin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's nibbling on my fingers right now. Okay, where's a toy? Any toy? He's got a seven thousand toys. You think I can find one? right now? No. Okay. I gotta get one. All right. We're going to play the throw game. <laughs> we play, we pay fetch. Oh, about a thousand times a day. I kid you not. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Ready? Sometimes he just needs to burn off some puppy steam and go get it. Go get it. Okay. Let's go to another question. Um, are the journals sold out? I'm not seeing them anywhere. I think I answered that one. Okay. Uh, have you ever considered unmounting some of your stamps? I moved in this direction years ago and it really helps to conserve space. I must say it was not an easy decision and I didn't, uh, something about looking at the back of my stamps, something. Also, I often use a rubbing technique for those difficult stamps. Uh, this is usually, this usually works quite well. Okay, I want to see that rubbing technique. I'm, I'm assuming that maybe you put the stamp down and put the paper on it and rub. <laughs> I'm just guessing here, but that, that's, I'll have to try that. Um, Okay. Uh, yes, I've thought about it, but then I thought, huh, you know, okay. Um, how am I going to know where, well, like I could, if I store them flat, like I take them, the rubber stamp off the block and then I've got this rubber stamp, right? Which does take up less space, which is great. Right? So let's say I put it in a shallow drawer. Now it's, it's very shallow because it's just, um, or the stamp is very shallow in there because it's sitting very low in the drawer. Um, in order to know what I have, I have to lay it down flat so I can see it or I have to write the name on the back of it. But I imagine I would have them facing me so I could see it, but then it would be a lot of space, right? But if I put them sideways, I could get a zillion in there, but I'd never know what I had because I'd have to pull out big chunks, almost like library cards or something like that, or, you know, um, uh, from the Trivial Pursuit game, like if you stacked them like the, the cards in the box, you can't see them. You have to pull them all out so you can see them. So, um, and I do like, the, I don't know, I am a little old school. I do like the wooden block with the rubber stamp um, I've not, I, I do have some of the silicone stamps. I've just, they tend to, um, get gooey if they touch each other and become one. And I haven't had a lot of good luck with them. I'm, I'm, I'm probably not treating them with the, you know, respect they deserve. That's probably 99% of the problem. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, um, I, I, you know, maybe what, you know, I probably just need fewer stamps. That's an easier thing. I could sit there for hours unmounting my stamps, but um, I'd probably be better off with fewer stamps. So I, anyway, I think, I don't know if you saw it, but um, 
I went through some of my <laughs> some of my stamp drawers, and uh, I allocated a whole bunch that will now go live in the garage. Yes, they are living in the garage because I am uh, trying to decide: do I need them in my life, or is it time I let them go? And uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes a year has to pass before I can really let it go, and that's okay. That's okay. Takes up a lot of room in the garage, but you know, and I just did clean out the garage, so there's that. So now I'm filling the garage back up with this stuff. I'm not sure I'm going to keep or not. It's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious crafter cycle. What can I say? What can I say? But I'm trying not to rebuy or or buy too much stuff this year and really use up what I have. So there you go. Um, all right. So what do we have next? We have a. Uh, can I do a whole insert notebook? It has 60 pages. 120. 60 sheets, 120 pages. I prefer not to take the book apart. Okay, I'm going to guess she means I just want to take 60 pages and turn it into a book. And I would say absolutely yes. And the biggest thing is just how are you going to get the whole through the pages? I mean, 60, I mean, I could not use my sewing machine to sew across 60 pages. Mine chokes at about 15 pages, and it just won't sew fatter uh, number of uh, sh- individual sheets together than that. Tw- I can force it to do 20, but it's like dying on the vine. So 15, it'll just like clump along through, and it'll like give me that look, you know, the stink eye. <laughs> but it'll do it. Uh, but 60 pages, I would imagine you'd have to... Um, like three whole pamphlets, stitch that one, and that means um, you could um, do it uh, with an awl, or you could do it with a carpetile two big bite uh, to punch your holes. But um, I don't even know if the carpetile would go through that many. I've never tried that many. I don't. I don't know how fat that would be. I know how fat twenty is. I know how fat twelve and fifteen uh, is. Uh, but you might have to do separate punchings, like maybe break it into three blocks of punches, but then put them all back together and hope to God you're punched at the same spot. That would be the biggest issue, I think. Uh, but it's definitely doable. You could take an, um, an awl and just put them all together, cl- clip them together, and then just hammer all using you know the hammer to hammer the awl through it into either um, some something softer underneath, uh, maybe some towel or some, uh, an, old, an old book or an old phone book or something like that where you can hammer it into safely. Um, that would work. And absolutely, yes, you could. You can really make them. Okay, here's the other thing. When you put a lot of pages together, the only drawback is when you fold them in half, the ones in the middle are going to stick. Let's say you're going to fold it in half and then the, the pages have opened to, they're on the left, the individual sheets. Uh, where you turn the pages, it's gonna, the ones in the middle are gonna stick out farther. Yeah, so you're gonna have this kind of like a arrow shaped thing pointing out on the right. So if you don't mind that, that's fine. Or you can go in with a craft knife, lay the whole project down and, um, oh wait, 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 yeah, 60 sheets, 120 pages, 60. Um, Okay. All right. Um, so 60 sheets, if you fold that, you could cut the edge off that little arrow tip point that sticks out with your craft knife and a very long metal ruler. That would work and that would be nice and smooth. Um, yeah. So next question, you could decoupage over it or maybe not using up stuff. What am I looking at? Oh, I must have been making some raggedy notebooks, and she was just saying, could you decoupage over it? Yeah, you can pretty much decoupage over anything, over paper, fabric, napkins, 
um, plant material. I mean, yeah, when in doubt, you can decoupage it. Um, and uh, so, yeah, like try try a little experiment of whatever you're working on to see if you see the uh, if you like the look. Um, uh, but yeah, um, decoupage away. Um, <sighs> Uh, okay, she said, what are you eating? Okay, that's Sunny's second name. What are you eating? And right now it's my arm. Hey, 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 mama needs that skin. Um, you called me mom, LOL. I have five ranging from 12 years to three. I still get those stamps filled with glitter, paper, and string. Oh, that's funny. That's so funny. Um, just a mom, a mom out there relating to, uh, um, you know, life as a crafter and trying to be a mom at the same time. Okay, this next lady says... I kept wanting to grab all the leaves and then put them together with all the flowers and all the bugs. Oh, she was helping me um, across the internet in cyberspace through her psychic mind. Uh, she was helping me organize my um, stamp collection because, uh, you know, everybody's looking at it going, why don't you do it this way? Why don't you do it that way? That would make so much more sense. And it probably would. Unfortunately, I get to hear all the ideas after I'm done. <laughs> so there I am stuck with my uh, my uh, stamps the way they are. Um, uh how about a free stamp with every journal you purchase? Yeah, you might see a few stamps in, in things if you uh, if you purchase things. That that's a real possibility. Um, I love to release things to the universe so that they can maybe somebody else can have some fun with them. Because sometimes you're just done having fun with something, but that doesn't mean that the something is um, doesn't have more life in it. You know, it can definitely have more life to it, and other people can find fun in it. Or if not, if they can't, then maybe they can pass it on to somebody else that might have some fun. So yeah, a couple other things. I would want to put some kind of liner in the drawer to make cleanup easier. Also, don't forget about the snowflakes. Oh, yeah, I, I was organizing some snowflake um, stamps and uh, I ended up, uh, I'll, I'll show you in a video where I put them. Um, <clears throat> yeah, drawer liner would be a good idea too so that you don't get the ink from the, the stamps that I don't clean down on your drawers. Um, at the inside of the drawer um, that would be an awesome idea it was um, I just didn't take that step but that's definitely a viable step great tip um, okay another great idea these turned out so beautiful they actually look like leather how cool is this now I have to find a paper bag wonder if the gift bag would work I think any bag would work um, I, I honestly I think any paper would work um, the more porous the paper the less um, sizing or coating that the paper has on it the better because then it's going to grab the ink but if you have any dry types of paper um, uh, when you're making the faux leather or faux suede um, I used a paper bag but you could use anything that's dryish like even copy paper will work because it's very porous dry paper um, so you can you can make, have some I should try that I should do that on a, a video let's just use plain old copy paper and see what we can get it to look like um, you know, you can coffee dye the copy paper, and that gives you brown paper, which is kind of like craft paper, and then you just go from there. Totally easy. Um, tearing around the house looking for a spray bottle, then conditioner, which leaked water all over the floor. And you know what? I love the results, and my husband, as usual, thinks I'm nuts. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> I think that's that's a husband's purpose in life, just to think we're nuts. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that around here. Um Love this idea. I went and made it. Do you think thick construction paper would work just for the colors? I'm going to try it. Watch you all the time. Thanks very much from Florida. Oh, I think construction paper is an awesome resource. We rarely think of it because we put it in the kiddie pool and we think, oh, this is, you know, child's paper. We don't need this. Or we think, oh, this, this paper is not 
um, acid-free and won't last thousands of centuries. Well, just remember that a lot of that old paper that uh, we play with from the Victorian times wasn't acid-free, and it's still around. Yes, mind you, some of it is crumbly and does fall apart. But, um, you know, if you're just having fun and your resource is construction paper, it comes in beautiful colors. You can get it at the Dollar Tree, and... um, you can uh, definitely crumple it. It's it's uh, it's going to absorb ink very well, and you could probably make some really cool uh, leatherish faux leather or suede uh, style things from that. Because you know we they color leather different colors, and and it can be very beautiful in different colors. Um, um, so yeah, I say go for it. Um, I've used construction paper in my journals before, and I've I've always been really happy with the results. I've also um, coffee dyed uh, uh, construction paper and it coffee dyes very well and um, what else um, now yeah, I think we're pretty much wrapping it up here so we'll we'll put a pin in it as they say and uh, Sonny and I who is now chewing on my shirt because uh, he's given up on, on the flesh at the moment um, we send you all biggest hugs to everybody and uh, uh, I um, <laughs> I just read a funny question, <laughs> and I think she meant it in jest. She said, who is this Hugh fellow you keep talking about, like, as if the name is H-U-G-H, as if it's a fellow, and I'm always talking about uh, hewing around the corners, uh, like, intensifying the color, making it deep a little bit to, to cause a vignette using the, the inks and the... Uh, things like that. That's kind of interesting. She was just having fun. Well, in that light of just having a little fun, I hope you guys are having a lot of fun out there. And um, from all of us to all of you, happy crafting, happy day. And you know, you can find me in my Etsy shop or on my Amazon store or, um, well, I'm not on my Amazon store, but um, I have one. (laughs) And uh, what else? Oh, the monthly email newsletter. Uh, it's uh, free and uh, my uh, Facebook group is also free to join so come on and uh, have a play let's dive into the papers get lost and forget about the rest of the world the crazy world and just have some fun take care everybody bye bye